How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Beyond the Blind. I am your host, Chris Adams. However you're listening to this thing, whether it be the Podbean app, iTunes, or the podcast app on your iPhone, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you do, make sure you leave us a review. Um, The comments on there, all that feedback, that stuff is so important to me. I'd be so thankful if you would go ahead and hit that subscribe button. So uh, that just really helps me know what you guys are liking about this thing and uh, what you want to see more of. If you're not following along with us on social media, make sure you hit uh, BTBN on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, that's the best way to follow all the new things that are coming out and uh, the head-to-head competition, the next round of it. We're down to eight call makers, blog posts, all that cool stuff. So you can keep up with it on uh, Facebook, BTBN, or Instagram, BTBN. Join the closed group on Facebook, BTBN Podcast. I'll get you added to it. If you want to reach out and comment on anything, let me know what you think. That's the best place to interact with me. Um, I get too many messages, man. That's the the quickest way to get a response from me. So uh, join that closed group. If you want to get yourself a paperweight of a duck call, feel free to reach out to me and I will put you on the list and get to you as quick as I can. If you want to get yourself in some non-bedazzled jeans apparel, check out Fox Red Apparel on Instagram. We put a link to their stuff on our website as well. So, yeah, man, if you want to uh, get some cool t-shirts and stuff like that, they got all sorts of stuff in the works. That is the best place to uh, get a hold of them is on Instagram. If you want to get uh, some high-quality turning blanks, my boy Seth Owsley over at Swampwood Products is the place that you want to go. I've been using his stuff for the last two years pretty much exclusively with a few mixed in here and there. And uh, man, Seth just always takes care of me, puts out crazy stuff. He just did another Tiger King blank drop tonight, and uh, it was absolutely killer. So uh, if you want to uh, make calls or do anything, order blanks for a call maker to make your calls. Check out Swampwood Products. We appreciate what they do over there. Yeah, it's uh, it's back to football season. We did some teal hunting this weekend. We had some success. We uh, watched football, and uh, it almost felt like a normal winter. And it was uh, it was pretty nice. So I'm gonna do a little post first week football show, and then we'll go over next week's schedule and get some predictions. And uh, I have my buddy Justin Strain back on here. We've been friends for 20 years. We played football together for 15 of those 20 years, so uh, no better person. We're rivals. He's a Chiefs fan, diehard, and I've been a diehard Broncos fan the whole time we've been friends, so we debate football nonstop in the blind. So, uh, yeah, without any further ado, Mr. Justin Strain. Justin, what's going on, brother? How about you? (laughs) What? Not much. How about you, man? Oh, the same old crap. Just getting the kiddos laid down for bed. Another long, long day. And, dude, I am just absolutely freaking dead from staying up late last night trying to catch that game. And there is no way that I was going to stay up until midnight to watch a dang football game. I stayed up all night, and I got up to go work at 3.30 this morning. Yeah, fuck all that, man. That, uh, yeah, you know, same as the, my first podcast, I, I'm a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, screw all that. Well, and I think I drove 11 and a half, and there's just something about freaking driving that just... Yeah, that, that wears you out, the, the humming of the truck. Dude. The, you know, the, I had that... Just drive, driving I, Missouri roads. No, well, I had that fun. week off. And I didn't sleep any more than I normally do. Maybe caught like an extra hour a day. So nothing crazy. I try to stay pretty consistent. But then I went back and I drove like 12 hours the first day. And I was like, I uh, like I was accustomed to it. Now I've kind of fallen out of it. And it's it's a little weird, you know, trying to get in it back. shape. Yeah, get that get in shape, which sounds stupid for driving. But man, it uh, it definitely wears you out. So... Let's start with Thursday's game, which is your uh, Kansas City Chefs versus Houston. And, yes. And, uh, dude, I mean, the final score is 34-20, to 20, but it wasn't even close. They got, the what, 13 of those points? points at the end of the game. Yeah. It wasn't even close. And then uh, 
Freaking Mahomes was solid, of course, which everybody expects. You know, he went 24-32-211, which is really pretty pedestrian from Mahomes standards, but they didn't need anything. The freaking... They had Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Uh, yeah. I, the guy's a beast, and I was truly impressed. I had him on my... actually had him on my fantasy team this week on DraftKings. But, you know, I really thought, you know, no training camp. Not a lot of contact. They were gonna see see what kind of legs this kid had, and he really impressed me with you know power and speed. Yeah, he well, and he's freaking short, man. He's five eight two oh nine. He's like a you know like a Maurice Jones Drew or something, uh, or Ray Rice. Yeah, true that. Did he have any receiving yards? Uh, he didn't. Yeah, he had. Two targets, but no catches. But he can catch the ball out of the backfield, and he showed that at LSU. Yeah, freaking, and he ran for a buck thirty-eight. So yeah, super solid, man. That was a. It made Andy Reid look all that much better, and uh, it made Andy Reid look really good. And Brett Beach. Brett Beach has been killing it the last couple of years on on draft picks. Yeah, well, freaking that whole your guys' organization. Growing up here in Missouri, the Chiefs were always a joke. My whole family's from Kansas City. Everybody we know is a freaking Chiefs fan. And it's always just kind of been the running joke. But since uh, Andy Reid came over, brought Alex Smith over, and dude, like, they just, they figured it out, man. That oh, whole it changed the is, culture. Yeah, their whole freaking front office is just killer from top to bottom. And I hate it. Because Mahomes just signed that big deal. You guys just got Kelsey re-signed, right? Yeah, Chris Jones. uh, Sammy Watkins restructured, so that helped with Chris Jones. And and probably, obviously, Travis Kelsey as well. Uh, Tyreek was last year. Yeah. So he's locked up. And then you just got this guy for cheap for five years with, uh, what's his last name? Healed Hyde? Uh... The running back, Hillman. Oh. Hilaire, Hilaire, yeah. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. Yeah, so you have him for five years. So, yeah, it's a, it's going to be bad times for the AFC West for the next five and, years. And we <clears throat> just redid Andy Reid's contract, too. And Brett Beach signed an extension as um, GM. You guys are going to lose uh, that offensive coordinator. Um that yeah. Andy Reid was trying to get hired all this year as a head coach. You know, we, we've lost. You know, Matt Nagy went. Doug Peterson went. And it, I think just it's going to be someone else is going to step in and Andy Reid's going to take him under, underneath his wing and teach him all he knows and price in another guy on their way. I love, I love Andy Reid. And I, I like to see these coaching trees go on. But I tell you what, I was truly... You could tell the difference of not having DeAndre Hopkins on Houston. Oh, yeah. Houston had nothing, man. Freaking, you're losing the biggest playmaker on the team for, you know, David Johnson. He had some freaking nice plays, man. He he obviously is one of the best running backs for the last quite a while, but... uh, Man, it's, he's it's, been in, had some injury bug issue. Yeah, he started out the game so hot too. Yeah, and he bust off like a nineteen hurt. yarder, man. Yeah, he got hurt and he was on the sidelines, and then uh, Duke Johnson got hurt and he came back in the game and he eleven carries for seventy seven yards, average seven yards a carry. That he can't ask for much more in the NFL. Back our defense was kind of slack. In in the first first half, they kind of tightened up. In the second, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and, and, Deshaun, and Deshaun Watson not running all over us. I was impressed. Yeah. Well, and you know, he only he only had the one TD and the one interception, and that's not going to get it done against the Kansas City team. And the TD came. Did he? The TD came super late in the game. That was the garbage time points, wasn't it? It was just all garbage. You know, playing letting everybody. In front. In front of you and not not past you, kind of defense, a little prevent kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it it was strong for the Chiefs. <clears throat> then you got on Sunday, you got the Seahawks blowing up the Falcons, which I think everybody expected. The they really didn't. The Seahawks didn't really miss a beat. Uh, one game I I watched all the way through was the 
the Miami and uh, Patriots game, I really wanted to see how awkward it looked to see Cam Newton in a, a Patriots uniform. And it was very weird. And I thought he played not out of this world, but he played really good. He didn't look like hurt Cam Newton from last year. Well, yeah, and I mean, he freaking picked up two D, two TDs and seventy five yards on the ground, which we'll see how that plays out once they uh, they play like a Buffalo or a really good defense, and he starts getting beat up as the year goes on. But uh, I mean, he I, I would love to see him come. He was an exciting player when he was you mm-hmm. know healthy and MVP status. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I still I think New England's gonna be a eight and eight team somewhere. Down the middle. Um, so you look at the Seahawks smoke the Falcons. The Bills, of course, they smoke the Jets. Nobody's there, really surprised there. There's one another game I would love. Washington versus the Eagles. What a egg they laid. Who, oh. The Eagles? <laughs> yeah, the Eagles laid an, an egg, man. Uh, Washington, I mean, Dwayne Haskins is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Well, yeah, you everybody know, pretty much assumed that he was going to be in uh they were going to be in the running for the number 1 overall pick again. Yeah, they're hurt. They've lost two running backs and you know to come back and win, I mean, Carson Wentz those two interceptions. I mean, and then Bart Scott barely run, runs the ball. Yeah, when you can't get going on the ground, man. Washington's defense is solid, but their offense is garbage. Yeah, and we, I was listening to another podcast about uh, DraftKings football, and a lot of guys were picking Dwayne Haskins, and I was like, I just I can't do it. They're like, well, if you, you go, he's $5,000, you could just build a super team underneath that. I was like, I still want a little bit better quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I can't bring myself. Haskins, I mean, 17 for 31, 178, and 1 TD. That is not enough points for me. And I watched some of the, seen some of their training camp footage with Alex Smith and him throwing side by side. Alex Smith just darts it in there, and then he th- throws the same exact route, overshoots him by a mile. I'm like, he's going to be your number one, and. They need to find somebody. I, I wouldn't put Alex Smith back there just yet after that. But 17-month, 18-month layoff from football due to leg leg break. Yeah. Yeah, he's not even supposed to be walking again. And the dude's uh, back in the NFL. I talked to Brady Collier and uh, was talking to him about that, the Netflix documentary they did on him. Do what? That's a good one. Dude, I, I gotta watch that. I have not found time to do it yet. I mean, it's on my list. Even if you catch this, like a even YouTube, and you can see a little bit of clips of it, it's so good. He's trying to take some of his quad and put it on his calf. Yeah, talk I about, heard it's know, not for the weakest stomach. <laughs> no, I mean, talk about a guy that really loves the game. I he 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 couldn't win the big one in Kansas City, and he had a lot of the pieces there. I hate to go back to Kansas City, but he had a lot of the pieces there. But I'm so thankful that he was there to teach Patrick Mahomes how to be the ultimate professional. Yeah, could you imagine if he had stayed in San Francisco? How great San Francisco was from 2011 all the way to what 2015, 16. Yeah. Dude, before their whole defense decided to retire, and then uh, Alden Smith, you know, being out of football for four years, he came back. Oh, my God, he was lighting it up. Dude, he was killing. They played what? He was on last night? Yeah. Yeah, he, dude, I'll tell you another guy on on the Steelers defense that you always hear about T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree is a freaking man amongst boys. Yeah, he was killing it. Dude, how horrible did Tom Brady look? Estrian, I I was really hoping to see now that he, you know, all last year, no weapons, no Gronk, no this. Well, he had freaking Gronk there, Mike Evans. uh, I don't want to screw his name up. I think it's Godwin. Yeah, uh... 
what the heck is his name? Is it Goodwin or Godwin? I don't know, but yeah, I'll pull his, it up. Pull yeah, up it's Godwin. You're right. Yeah, he Tom Brady looked terrible. He had guys that would be open. His timing and stuff like that was off, and that's to be expected. That's a new offense. Yeah, that's to right be there. expected. But he was skipping the ball in. He on there were a lot of third down conversions that he just he looks like Peyton Manning in his last year, where his arm strength is gone. The the mind is sharp as a as a razor, but the I mean, there's a shelf life. I mean. Well, There's a shelf life. And if you look at the way that Manning was, the year that he set the record, 55 TDs, all that nonsense, he was throwing bubble screens, and he was throwing little uh, little quick hitches and out route, or little quick hitches and slants. That stuff takes some arm strength. If guys are playing off you, you, you can buy time like that. You can find that open receiver, that weakness in the coverage. And know who you're going to as soon as you hike the ball. And that's what Manning made his living off of. Well, when defenses started figuring out all you have to do is walk up to the line and play press. And you're going to start tearing that up. And that's what the Seahawks exposed. And then you could just see how weak Manning's arm was. And that's what it looks like Brady was having a lot of problems. All of his bread and butter was slants. And he was skipping the ball in every time. A lot last year, I was like, the arm strength. <clears throat> there was a couple throws last year that he had the arm strength. He got, got some mustard on it. But he was I, was, I kept calling him old noodle arm. It's, it wasn't there. But another bright side on that offense was uh, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, last year, I had high hopes when I had him on my team. I kept, had to bench him. But he really tore it up. He was... 17 for 66 yards, but he was averaging about 3.9, but he his long was 21, but he really ran the ball really hard. Well, that and that's, it's really, really tough to get going as a running back when you're running for four yards on first down and then you're going for a play action on second down and your quarterback's overthrowing, underthrowing. Mistiming, and then it's third down, and you're at, I'm a mile over people's heads. Yeah, it's I, third and seven, and uh, now we're we're going three and out. I mean, ninety percent of what Tampa Bay was doing was going three and out, and you have Leonard Fournette, who is basically non-existent in that game. But I'll well, tell you, Drew Brees looked pretty freaking clean. Yeah, Brees looks always he's so polished and so good. But if you look at the stats. Tampa Bay, out you know, yardage-wise, outworked them, but the two turnovers really killed. It might have been a different game if Brady doesn't turn, you know, throw a pick six. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, freaking. It, it just it doesn't look clean. Their timing's not there yet, but even if, he gets, time, even if he gets the timing down and that relationship down, I think his arm strength is going to get exposed versus a good secondary. Yeah, uh, another game, uh, another player I was highly impressed with last year was uh, Teddy Two Gloves Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah, were they yeah. they end up winning, didn't they? Carolina. Yeah. They won. No, no, they won the Raiders by four. They won. They lost by four. But I I liked Teddy Bridgewater. He had he hasn't had the, the best you know luck in the NFL. You know, a knee injury with not contact knee injury. And then take over for Breeze when he had thumb surgery last year, and then he he didn't you know tear anybody up. I but he was twenty two and thirty four for two seventy and a touchdown. Dude, can't beat that. Josh Jacobs went off though, dude. Oh yeah. Holy cow! I mean, Christian McCaffrey did what Christian McCaffrey was expected to do. He put up huge numbers. He freaking played well. I mean, he ended up with what two. Two TDs on the ground, 100 yards, and... Uh, no, 96, 23 for 96, two touchdowns, uh, 25 carries for uh, Jacobs with 93 and three touchdowns. Yeah, that's... I mean, you just can't... Uh, that's the ground game, man. I mean, they just got to oh, go. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was weird. I didn't watch much of that game because I was... Uh, 
that game was on what three? That was one of the three o'clock games. I was watching the Tampa Bay game. Um, did you watch the Dallas game? Uh, Jalen Ramsey right now is gonna get the the Oscar for me for this year. Dude, that was the worst call I've ever seen. I am well, not the worst call I've ever seen. The Seattle Green Bay replacement yeah. refs of 2014 yeah. was the worst call I've ever seen. But that they got screwed. Dak Prescott hit him on a freaking. Yeah, Marcus Gallup goes into the end zone with that ball. Yeah, that he got absolutely screwed over, and that was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Yeah, well, and. You know, on the flip side, they could have at least tied it up at 20 when Mike McCarthy went for it on the goal line up down there. Yeah, yeah, they that's another the field goal. That was a, a call that I was like, what in the hell that, are you thinking? Sometimes, you know, I, like, I like that gutsy call, but at the same time, go at least go for the tie and get and go into overtime and play for overtime. Well, and then there was another really crucial third down in that fourth quarter that C.D. Lamb, it was one of his, like, I think it was his final catch of the game. He ran a little uh, a little slant, and he ran it a yard short of the first down. And that, Dak, that's, that's a rookie mistake. Yeah, that Dak made a clean throw through traffic, hit him right in the freaking numbers, and he was tackled immediately, freaking eight inches short of the first down because he ran it too short. And also with uh, Jared Goff playing, uh, I was not a big uh, fan of him last year. But this year, he, he had the one interception that was a uh, hit. And he got hands to the face, tore, tore his helmet to the side, and just oh, messed up his throwing motion, just threw a duck. Yeah, they got away with the call on that one because that was definitely uh, old school football. No, that's that's a fine play, but nowadays that's a hands to the face penalty, automatic first down. Uh, Aaron Donald, I couldn't, I can't say any more about Aaron Donald. Is just a beast. Watched him just throw and push guys to the ground, double team, getting through double teams, chip, getting chip, just a monster. Yeah, dude, it was solid. Um, all right, so let's go through scores. Who we got here? Um, we did the Bills Jets that ended like it was supposed to. Bears Lions. It's a divisional game. It's always tough. The freaking Bears. I was impressed by uh, how well Trubisky bounced back after a horrible season last year. And uh, it's Mitch Trubisky. Dude, I, I mean, three TDs. Freaking. I mean, he played a solid game. It's, it's, it's game one for him. I'm, I'm don't hold any hopes. I still, I'd never like the Bears got cheated so bad by, by the Niners when they traded picks and when the guy would have been there. <laughs> I can't. He would have been there at ten. Oh all yeah, all day long. Well, and that's just why the Bears have sucked for so uh, long. But yeah, then I mean, AP Robinson, was looking. Go ahead. Robinson, he's uh, been playing strong. I, don't, I can't remember my seeing. I don't want to misquote anything, but I heard he's wanting to trade now. They won't extend his contract. Really? Yeah, and he's freaking a beast wide receiver. Yeah. Well, then freaking AP almost came out with 100 damn yards. He looks solid as all Frank get out Gore or dinosaurs. Yeah, dude. I cannot believe he is still out there. I mean, for his career, he's only like legit a thousand yards from Barry. He could pass freaking Barry Sanders and Walter Payton this year potentially if he stays, you know, and plays a sixteen game slot. But uh if he hits a thousand yards, I think that'll put him pretty close. He, I don't think he's ever catching Emmett Smith. I don't think he's got the uh, the legs left under him. But, dude, that's crazy. No, I don't think so. And Emmett Smith, man, he hung around and hung around. You know, he went from Dallas to Arizona. And he just stuck, stood around just to break a record. And I, 
Emmitt Smith was great running back, but man, if you're just sticking around to break records, you're not playing for the love of the game anymore. You're just playing to break records. Well, man, you got to think. His last, like, people knock on his Arizona part of his career. If you look at his stats while he was in Arizona, I think he ran for, like, 1,400 yards one season in Arizona. That'd be that'd be like the league's leading rusher this year. I'm, I'm looking at Trubisky's numbers. They're way. He played a great game. Tariq Cohen, I, I he played really good too. I I like him a lot. He's a little scat back. Okay, in Arizona, he bust. He hit nine thirty seven. The final year of his career, he hit nine thirty seven. It wasn't a. Wasn't the thousand yarder, you know? He was normally like thousand fourteen hundred yards in Dallas, but I mean that's still pretty solid for a freaking old man. Um, but yeah, Trubisky uh, played really clean. Peterson played clean, dude. Matt Stafford cannot. He can't put together a full game, man. No, he he's either hot or he's cold, and you know Swift dropping that uh, game-winning touchdown. I've been seeing people post pictures of all their Detroit gear and burning it already. <laughs> <laughs> Which, they're stupid for buying Detroit gear because uh, when has that ever worked out? Uh, another game, uh, another quarterback in another game that Baker Mayfield, I think, is a complete bust. He's got all the, all the talent around him with, you know, Kareem Hunt, Joe Mixon, uh, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku is now who's hurt, uh, Beckham. I thought Njoku Njoku went somewhere else. And uh, he went for three for 50 yards and a touchdown. I think he, I don't know, I know he's hurt, but I don't know what with what injury, but but Baker Mayfield is is just a big busted my book yeah it it's hard defending him because you want like i like baker mayfield i like the way that he plays um i like the fu attitude he has but man it he makes it really hard to defend him when year after year he does nothing those weapons i mean jarvis landry and beckham beckham and those two guys are incredible wide receivers and just not to be able to get him the ball or score, and then have uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb on the same team. Yeah, tons. Of, it's tons of weapons, man. Tons of weapons. But you know, you're playing Baltimore, and you're playing the guy Lamar Jackson, who kind of did impress me. Twenty to twenty-five. Uh. Three touchdowns. He didn't run the ball as much, but that's just one game, and it's against Cleveland. So, man, when he, he faces a he picked up exactly plays a real where he defense, went off, man. man. If he plays a real defense, and I'm my biggest worry about that guy is if he hurts an ankle and he can't, you know, scramble or get out of the pocket or run, and he definitely needs to beat you by his arm. As a lot of his passes are straight down the field, you know, long long balls. He's, uh, he doesn't have touch. He can't just drop a dime on on guys. He can throw a rocket ball. And that's what he's good at. Yeah, and you know that was the same with uh, a guy like Vic had a freaking cannon. Mike Vic had one of the strongest arms I've ever seen in my life. He didn't Man, he have did the, the tightest spiral I've ever seen of any quarterback. Yeah, he just didn't have the touch, and it'll be interesting to see. How uh, how Lamar develops with that touch? Yeah. I think it's something that guys have coming into the league. Man, it's hard to see guys that are gunslingers developing touch as they progress in their freaking you know in their career. I mean, they got Hollywood Brown. Man, that guy's a beast, 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 beast. I mean, he's running down the field. He's put on a little weight this year. He's playing. 180 this year. I think he was like 165 coming into the league. Really? Yeah, he's about 180 right now, and just he looked really good. He, uh, 
five catches on six targets for 101 yards. Damn. My whole yeah. freaking internet just dropped on me, so now I'm trying to get back into it. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, uh, Chargers and Bengals, I thought the Bengals should have won. I, 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 That was a ticky-tack call in, in the end zone. I, I don't mind a little hand fighting in the end zone when you're that close. Both guys were pushing and probably pulling on one another. Uh I wish they had, uh, Joe, for Joe Burrow's sake, he's the face of the franchise. I wish they would had a veteran quarterback there that could teach him that he didn't get thrown to the wolves right away. But he played, uh, when I was watching the stats, I was like, oh, that doesn't look good. And 25 of 36, 193 and an interception. Yeah. And so when I, the number one pick, he just comes off of a national championship. I don't want to hurt his ego too much. He's supposed to be the face of the franchise. If, I, if you lose a whole bunch of games, but you had a super professional veteran quarterback there to teach him that, and then let him take over year two, I think it would be a little bit better on him. But I'm not an NFL coach, but that, that's just my perspective of it. Yeah, he was super solid on the ground too. But, man, he spent too much time running for his freaking life. They have to get a line around him. They have to get, you know, they have to get Joe Burrow or Giovanni Bernard back there at least blocking for him and giving him that extra second because uh, you, you can't make a living running for your life. And I said in the last episode that I just did, I don't even remember who it was with, just on Monday, that the we were talking about Cincinnati versus uh, the L.A. Chargers. And I was like, I don't think the Chargers have anybody. I totally forgot about Austin Eckler, who is solid. He's just not uh, – I mean, he's becoming more of a household name, but he's not the first guy you think of when you're talking about top running backs. He, that guy has a freaking, you know, interesting story. I mean, undrafted and then makes the team and – now Melvin Gordon leaves, which I'm—I was never really on the high train of Melvin Gordon. He's a good player, but you know he comes in there under after rookie night, and now he's a starting guy. And they got Tarod Taylor, which I—I I don't think he ends the season as a starter. I think Justin Herbert will be the man. I think that's the same thing that happened when he was in uh, Cleveland. He was. The starter for what three or four games, then everybody wanted Mayfield, and now Mayfield's the man there. I think Justin Herbert will come in, you know, maybe week five or week six, if heaven forbid all this COVID stuff. We all, if we make it to week six, yeah. As long as they don't, if they keep winning, that he's not coming out. But I think you're right. If they lose three or four games, it's going to be. Uh, He's going to be yanked out, and then we're going to see Herbert. It's kind of like in Miami. As soon as Tua is ready to go, like he's he's going to be the man. And I'm a huge Ryan Fitzpatrick fan. The guy, one week, plays like dog crap. The next thing you know, he's throwing for 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns in one game. The Fitz magic, man. You know, uh, I know you're not a, a big baseball fan, and this is probably going to date me as a, uh, a sports fan, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is the Jeff Francoeur of football. Jeff Francoeur was a one of the best prospects that baseball had seen at that time. He came up his second half of his rookie year for Atlanta, and he hit like 361, 24 home runs, and like 70 RBIs after the All-Star game. Just phenomenal numbers. And they put him on the cover of ESPN or Sports Illustrated back in like 2004. And they called him, they're like, is he the next natural Roy Hobbs or whatever? And uh, he gradually got worse every single year till they traded him to, to uh, New York. And he was like a 230 hitter by that point and was just kind of uh, barely hanging on to the majors. And then he went to New York and he hit 300 the next year. And he kind of gradually got worse. And then they traded him to Texas, and he hit like 321. And then he went down, and they traded him to the next. They, he went to Kansas City. I think he was on the uh, World Series team in Kansas City, and he hit like 291 his first season. Every time he went to a new team, 
He had a career year, and then he, he just kind of gradually up. went that's down, what, kind of like Fitzpatrick. That's what <clears throat> definitely Fitzpatrick does. That. I mean, he did that in Buffalo. He got that big contract, and then he sucked it up, and then got traded to Tampa, and he played really good. For when Jameis Winston was, well, I think, did he get hurt or was he suspended? I cannot remember. I don't know. He was doing Jameis Winston things. He <laughs> <laughs> <It> was terrible. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I I think that uh, Fitzpatrick is entertaining to watch. You just never know what you're going to get with him, and I think the fans want to, uh, and that's where it's going to end up going. But I can tell you, man, I was really impressed with. Um, Oh my goodness, my internet is absolutely killing me. I was really impressed with Kyler Murray, dude. Um, yeah, Kyler Murray is looking like the truth out in Arizona. Running for, you know, well, he kneeled the ball, so he lost hundred his 100-yard rushing. The guy is, he can't, he's so fast. I mean, he can throw the ball a mile. He's got that, like Patrick Mahomes with that baseball, you know, pa- uh, pass, you know, he can throw it low, throw it high, throw those weird arm angles like short stops. The guy is good. Yeah, what the makes it is- tough is Hopkins had over three quarters of uh, Murray's yards through the air. So if Hopkins ends up going down or anything, it'll be interesting to see where the heck they sit after that, you know. Stays healthy. Uh, Kirk's good um, for them. He had a, a pretty quiet game, but he, before Hopkins got there, he had a pretty good season last year. Yeah. Christian Kirk. He only had, he didn't have he had five targets and one reception for zero yards. But they got the ageless wonder of Larry Fitzgerald still. Yeah, I, I, I really like respect that guy. He just. Brings his lunch pail to work kind of guy. Yeah, I've always been a huge Fitzgerald fan, and it sucks that he has wasted his, most of his career after Kurt Warner, you know, waiting for another shot. And uh, he could have easily took the Calvin Johnson route and been like, oh, screw this, I'm over it. But uh, it'll be interesting, man. I, I, The 49er train, the hype that everybody gave them. You know how Super Bowl losers tend to do the next year – like it's something like eighty percent of the time they don't even make the playoffs the next year, so we'll see what happens and, with them, man. Yeah, uh, their their defense is well, Bosa and a couple other guys on that team. D Ford who can never line up on the right side of the ball, but <laughs> Bosa is a man among boys. But I I really like Tyler Murray uh, in that. When they picked up Kenyon Drake from Miami last year, who was a really bright, bright shining star. I really liked him when he was in Miami, but they're just god awful in Miami with their run blocking. Yeah. But he, he, as soon as he got to Arizona, he really turned it around. He had 16 carries for 60 yards and a and a touchdown. That's a one hell of a day well, on an opening day. Especially when your quarterback's running for a hundred too, like that, <laughs> you, you're setting up to uh, be very dynamic on the ground. And it, especially when Murray can, you know, he can be doing that rollout game and then just zip the ball from any direction or, you know, misdirection. Play action is killer with quarterbacks like that. Well, killer run pass options. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that you build around, even with, even with Pat now having Clyde. At, Edwards Alaire. I mean, I love Damian Williams, especially in the playoffs. That guy's money. But having, you know, the versatility of a good running back and a good running quarterback like Kyler Murray, it's, uh, you can't believe if he's giving it. And even this week with Cam Newton, uh, they were struggling with, uh, is, does he have the ball? Is he giving it? They really had to respect, uh, his running, running ability. Yeah. What about, uh, did you watch Pittsburgh game at all last night? I watched that game. Like I said, uh, everybody was talking about, you know, a lot of people say TJ, TJ, TJ. Uh, Bud Dupree is amazing. He He's chasing people from behind. I mean, he killed Saquon Barkley a couple times as well. That guy had a rough night. If we're talking about running back-wise, 
was. Yeah, Barkley could not get going. And then you had Snell was destroying it. Connor goes down, and freaking Snell comes in and looks like a hero. I I would not be surprised if the roles are flipped where Snell's going to be the number one and Connor is going to be. He's had two years. I mean, I love Connor's story about, you know, having cancer and making a comeback to the NFL. I respect that, but the way it looked from last year and the start of this year, Snell's your guy. Yeah, freaking Big Ben looked phenomenal too, dude. Like he, he looked like he didn't take a whole year off. That's for sure. Yeah, three hundred and sixty-five days without you know playing a game, and to come, he kind of was kind of shaky to get his legs underneath him. But when he looked like old Big Ben, there were people all draped on him, and he's still making throws. Yeah, freaking Juju looked good. Freaking Washington only had two catches. But that one for the touchdown, dude, he's he's not a big guy. He's maybe 5'11", 6 foot, and he got nailed at the two-yard line and lowered his shoulder and just drove in for the freaking touchdown after his momentum had already been stopped. You know, I I like the Deontre, or Deontay Johnson. He was real quiet in, in the first half, but really turned around. He had uh, – Ten targets and he snagged six of them for fifty-seven yards. That guy is quietly good. He had a really breakout season last year with the revolving doors of quarterbacks. Last year with the with the Steelers, I would definitely keep your eye on him. Yeah, you can't really judge anybody off of last year's quarterback play in Pittsburgh. It was uh, too crazy, man. And then we come down to my team, which was hot garbage last night. Um, Man, we held Tennessee to 16, and Denver is my team for anybody who's wondering. Um, held Tennessee to 16, but Gus, Goskowski, whatever the heck his name is, for New England for, what, 12 years, missed, what, four? Three or four? Three. He definitely missed three and just... One was blocked, chip shot. so I give him One that. One was blocked, and he, he hit, had two chip shots where he clanked them. Yeah, and... Dude, just looked terrible. But Denver could not punch the ball in, man. They were going three and out, three and out, get a little drive going. And just like you were talking about earlier, freaking I hate Melvin Gordon. I didn't want him in Denver. He ended up throwing down 78 yards in a TD, which is not bad. But he made the most crucial mistake in the whole game. Coughed it up. Coughed it up on the 17-yard line. And that was the one that ended up getting blocked, thank God, but just did not look good. Drew Locke was – he looked like another game manager quarterback. He had some really nice uh, throws on the run for off of play actions and stuff like that. I'll tell you like what, that. you did have a bright side at tight end with Noah Fant. He Noah really – Yeah. He, he was, was looking, <clears throat> looking tough. Yeah. Catching the ball and – running and getting contact and just running, plowing over people. Big boy, <clears throat> but played really good. I was truly impressed with Noah Fant. Yeah, I think what really hurt Denver is they could not get Freeman or freaking Gordon the ball out of the backfield. And when you run that rollout, freaking run, pass, option stuff, it makes it so tough if you can't get your running back involved in the receiving game. And they just did get – they got no help on that end. But freaking Derrick Henry, I mean, he ended up with 116 yards, but he had two – It was a silent – it was a silent – it was a silent 116 yards. It, it wasn't that, you know, fourth quarter Derrick Henry where he's 25, 10, 15, 5, 25-yard runs just, just beating you up. It was all night. It was three yards here, five yards, three yards – Two yards. He really worked for every yard that he got last night. Yeah, and I was really. He, he ran for one sixteen, but credit to Denver's defense. I I truly with no Wolf, uh, no Miller. I really thought he was going to have a field day with you guys, and he 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 didn't rip you for a lot a lot of big ones. His longest carry was thirteen yards. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, man. If you hold a team to sixteen points. You have to win that game. 16 points. They played a lot of bend, don't break. 
last yeah. night they were giving they were letting them get in field goal range and they were holding them to field goal attempts which is what you have to do but the offense has to get something going it just i don't Denver know average only 17 points a game last year and in the afc west with especially a team kansas like i said city? i hate <laughs> kansas city where a team like you know during the playoffs the freaking houston texans which had us, they had us beat in the first. They had us beat in the man, the myth, the legend that is coming still is uh, Patrick Mahomes just takes the whole team and and city of Kansas City on his back and leads them to a victory. And then to play them and go down again and come back, I can't say more about that, the resilience and fighting that team, but I it's, this was a weird week with obviously no fans, so you, you feed off the energy of the fans. I'm talking about every team in the NFL. It's yeah. just a weird, I think, well, I think in two or three weeks, offenses are going to catch up to defenses, I think, on every team. It's going to get, the play's going to get better with just getting used to uh, running plays against full contact, which they haven't had all year. Yeah. It'll get there, man. So let's go over next week's schedule, and we'll do some uh, some pick'em type stuff. Um, first off, you have Thursday. You have Joe Burrow, and then you have Baker Mayfield. Bengals and the Browns. Who do you got? I'm going to go Bengals. Going Bengals? Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I won't predict points, but I think, I think Joe Burrow – is going to have a little bit of better showing against them. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. I'm going Bengals on that one, too. I think it's going to be a 2017-style game, 21-17, something like that. I have zero If you're going to do, do a score, I'll do one, too. I'm going to say 13-21 uh, Bengals. I'm going to go 21-17. Um, you got the Giants and the Bears. Ugh, another Giant? trash. Well, you, you need to skip my team like that? I'm just going off of uh, ESPN the way that they have them listed out. We'll get there. We'll get on, there. My, on, my, on my ESPN, it goes Chiefs, Chargers, Giants, Bears. But, okay, we'll go Bears. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Bears just because the fact the Giants is uh, – run game is atrocious because that line was atrocious on last night. I'm going Bears because freaking the only thing that the Giants have going is their running game and the Bears defense is way too good. So I'm I'm going Bears too. I'm going to go Bears. Bears, uh, I want to say I'm going to say 21-10. I'm going to go Bears. I think I think you're going to get in the 20s, man. Freaking NFL. Might get a couple turnovers. I'm going to go 27-14. Bears. I just the way how bad they that offensive line for the uh, for the Giants was last night or they just you could almost count Saquon Barkley getting tackled in the backfield as a sack. Oh, yeah. Um, so we got – who do you got next? I got the Falcons-Cowboys. Yeah, I don't know. That's all screwed up on my app. Um, Falcons-Cowboys. Cowboys, uh, man. That's going to be a close – I think that's going to be a, a close close one. I'm, I'm going to say 27 Falcons. 31 Cowboys. Okay, 27-31. Uh, man, I just don't trust Matt Ryan. He just does not move the needle. I, um... I th- Cowboys. Close games. Yeah. The Cowboys always seem to come up low scoring in close games. I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because the way that Falcons were kind of moving the ball with, uh, oh, what's his face? Julio Jones. Maybe yeah, he, yeah. Was, 
Julio Jones, but they got uh, freaking the running back from the Rams. Um, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, and I. Todd Gurley is. He disappears, man. I'm going 28 to 7, Cowboys. I think if wow. it's close, the Cowboys lose. Because uh, Cowboys, man, they're. They have the worst record in the NFL over like the last three years in games under a touchdown. So I think if it's close, Cowboys lose. I think if I think it's going to be a blowout though. I don't. I do not trust Matt Ryan. Um, I think he has a very similar game to uh, like Brady, where he throws maybe a touchdown, maybe two, but he's going to have some picks it's, with it. You got the Lions and Packers. Yep, I got Lions Packers next. Uh, forty-three Packers. Uh, I'm going to say 10 for the Lions. <laughs> 43-10. I'm also going with the Packers. And, man, I'm going to go like 37, 37-14. Two touchdowns, maybe. That's pretty much the same score, though. Um, I got Jaguars-Titans next. I'm going to go 21 uh 21-17. I think that one's going to be a close one. Obviously, Titans. Is that who you're going with is Titans? Dang it, it broke up again. I, I think you said Titans. I'm going Titans as well on that. Titans. And I'm going, um, man, 24-10. I think it's going to – I think the same as you, man. It's going to be – it's going to be close, but the – the freaking Jags. Gardner Minshew does not do it. Um, next, we get the Vikings Colts. Who you got? Um, like, I'll take Kirk Cousins over the old man Philip Rivers. I'm going to take the Colts. Or not the Colts, the Vikings. How and. Big? I think I, I can't think of a score right now. <laughs> I think it's gonna be close, but I don't want to put. Let's go. Uh, seventeen, fourteen. Seventeen, fourteen. You're going low on it. I'm taking. Phyllis Rivers, and I'm going to go 28-24. Running back situation is going to be interesting to see who how that plays out this week in, in practice and who's going to get the nod at, at the starting job. Yeah, man, I it'll be freaking tough. Let's see. Dalvin Cook, man, freaking – Dalvin Cook showed out, but uh, he needs to get the ball more times in his hands. And a big thing with him is as long as he can stay healthy. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Great player when he's 100%, but, man, he gets gimped up a lot. Yeah, I agree. It's in in Indiana. So, I mean, it's not really a huge home field. There's no crowd, so I guess that's irrelevant. Um, We're going to go Bills Dolphins next. Dolphins and Bills. I'm going to say Bills all the way on that one. Uh, Josh Allen can throw the ball over the field. I'm going to say 28-10. Man, I was going 31-14. to Bills, obviously, on that one. Um, 49ers-Jets. Jets, uh... Sam Darnold is horrendous. He is another USC product. I'm going to go Niners. They're going to eat their lunch. Um, 31-7. Ooh, you don't think he's scoring at all. I'm going Niners as well. Man, Niners just are not a high-scoring team. Oh, 28-17. Niners. 
Because I think they're going to get some garbage time points. Those garbage time points always screw over the scores. Um, you got the Rams and then the Eagles. Um, this is a hard one, depending on if Miles Sanders plays. He's a big part of their running it. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. But I'm going to go with the Rams. They got great, pretty dang good defensive line. Uh, I'm going to go 28-17. 28-17. Man, the Eagles, they're the freaking Eagles. The Rams and the Eagles are the same team to me, man. They, uh, they're both extremely talented, should be good, and both just find a reason to screw themselves over. But I think I'm going to go with the Eagles on it. I'm going to go 31-28. 31-28. Yeah, I'm going high scoring on it. Which is not even high scoring if you look at the NFL nowadays. We don't have a single game in the 40s. Okay, maybe the Broncos Steelers. That game might hit the 40s. I'm going I'm to I'm take the old Steelers. Of course. Uh, 36. 36? Yeah. Who the hell scores 36. <laughs> 36-17. I'm going to be a homer, and I'm going to go with the Broncos. And it, there's no way they're going to do it, but I'm going to go 2017 and hope that they just I'm find gonna, a way to plug the run up. I'm going to call at least five sacks of Drew Locke. Yeah, that's it. I think he had, what, three sacks last night? I think TJ and Bud Dupree are going to be all over him. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, he's got a... He was smart. He slid. He got out of bounds when he needed to, but he's going to get lit up. Too young, too green, and his, he's used to his legs being too fast. This is a toss. One pick. Panthers, Bucks. Over, I'm going to go Panthers, uh, 21... I'm a, this is going to be a close one. I, I think 21-17. Man, um... Hard to say, because you don't know if Tom Brady is going to, you know, all of a sudden figure it out next week, but I think that's going to be a close one. Yeah, I think freaking McCaffrey is the real difference maker, and I think he goes off against Tampa Bay's defense. I'm going Panthers as well. I I think the Buccaneers train is leaving the station. And I'm going to say it's going to be 34-27. Good high-scoring game, but I, I don't think Tom Brady is doing it. Um, Washington and the Cardinals. Washington. What? <laughs> no, forty to seven uh, Cardinals. Oh, forty to seven Cardinals. There's no way that I see forty being put up on the card or on a uh, Washington. Their defense, man. Washington's defense is their bread and butter. I am saying, I mean, their quarterback play sucks. So I'm picking the Cardinals as well. But I think Washington holds them. A their lot defense lower. is good. I mean, they have. Chase Young is What's a freak. It? Chase Young is a, a a really good talent, but I Tyler Murray and the the ground game. I think their ground game is gonna gonna be real good. And everybody's gonna try to play tough on their wide receivers, and I think they might play pretty good, get some running going. But their I know their their defensive line is full of first round draft picks, though. But I think. The Kyler Murray's running ability is going to open up some stuff for the running backs this week. Uh, I go, well, I go Cardinals, and I'm going to go 24-20. I think it's going to be a little bit closer, but you know, I don't. I think they're going to get stalled out in field goal range. Um, who do we got next? Finally, your Chiefs versus the Chargers. We're going to hit our maybe our first 50 point score. I want to say Chargers 
13. All right, I wrote it down. Chargers are your team. No. <laughs> he did. Uh, Chiefs. Um, I don't want to freaking, you know. I. Huh? For high on Kansas City. But, I mean, they could they could turn turn the dogs loose. I'm going to say 34. 34? I think that's yeah. going to be low on the Chiefs. Um, it just depends on how quick they get to 34. <laughs> I think uh, I'm going with the Chiefs. And I'm going to say 41 to 24. I think they're going to get uh, that field goal first, and then they're going to collect some garbage time points. So I think they're going to bump it up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Chiefs, it's, it's all the about winning. The... Huh? It was pretty vocal in, in, the, in the media. With He was not very happy, even though it was garbage time, the way they played, giving up some points. So I think that defense is going to play pretty – Try to come out and play pretty tough. Yeah. Um. Next, we got Ravens Texans. Ra- Ravens are can move the ball as as well as Chiefs and Texans. The uh, offense is horrendous. I'm gonna go 43-20. I'm going. I think they find their way, and I'm going to go Ravens, but I think the Texans, I think it's going to be a little bit closer. I'm going 38-31. I think they get into a little bit of a shootout. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's when you find those uh, really, really high-scoring teams like the Ravens, the Chiefs, it always ends up in a damn shootout because everybody's playing, you know, hurry-up offense and, you know, the Patriots, Peyton Manning made that famous forever, that no huddle, adjust everything at the line, just go, 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 go. And that's when you see those crazy high scores. Um, Patriots and the Seahawks. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I'm going to go 28, uh, 28-17. 28-17. I'm going Seahawks as well. I think they beat the brakes off of them. I'm going 35 to 17. Um, Patriots, Seahawks, and then we got our Monday Nighter, the Saints, Raiders. I go. I'm gonna go Saints. Uh, 27. Uh, 10. I went Saints, and I got 28-21. So, man, it, I think the Saints' defense is pretty decent. They're solid. Uh, touchdowns in the game did, is not much. And, uh, and Carr is not that good of a quarterback. He makes some really bad decisions, but I think he's going to make those on Monday night. Yeah. With the whole country watching. <laughs> Getting embarrassed all the way through. Mm. I don't know, man. It's a... Uh, it's going to be exciting. I'm glad football is back. I'm glad that there's only one Monday night game. I do not want to see another bull crap. Double header. <laughs> Double header. Waiting up until midnight to finish the game. It's just insanity. But uh, that's a, They didn't really think that through. Dude, it's insane. I, uh, yeah. With football being back, it definitely brought some for me some normalcy back to everyday life it just it, it, it makes it that much more fun man we got well now we have hunting season that's you know here and everything's for me it feels kind of normal normal life again but we all know it's, it's not yet but everybody loves football I mean uh, I like baseball too and it's you know America's past it, but I think football is more America's pastime now. Oh, yeah. Football is 100% became America's pastime. And uh, 
man, everybody is worried about the numbers, this, and what's going on, who's doing what with all the pregame stuff. You know what? I turned in, like, I tuned in by accident, like, three or four minutes late to every game that I watched. I never saw a single protest. It didn't even affect me in any way, shape, or form. I was like, hey, man, football's on. This is fucking awesome. I Personally, I do not care what the guys do on the field. That's their prerogative. It doesn't affect me personally. I have my own beliefs, so I'm not going to talk about those. But this is a great country that you can you can voice your opinion and your voice is allowed to be heard. That's the one great thing about this country. Yep. And uh, the First Amendment is, uh, you know, the first one for a reason. So if you uh, support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America, then you sure as hell better support the First Amendment, even if you don't like it. I support people's right to uh, to have their rights. But I don't know, man. It didn't bother me. I'm not going to quit watching football because of it. The only reason I'm not going to be watching football is either, A, I don't have time to do it, or B... It's freaking not on any kind of streaming service, so that's uh, pretty much the only reason, man, but I don't know. I think we'll do, I want to do one of these every week and just kind of go over, you know, what we picked, what we saw, different stuff. I don't know. Hopefully you guys like it out there if you're listening. If you think that uh, you didn't like it, let us know and hell, we'll never do it again or we'll just keep doing it and you can deal with it. Don't put that Justin guy back on. He's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, buddy, I appreciate you coming on. Let's give your uh, your Instagram a shout out so you can get some more followers on it. What? Uh, where can they go get you on Instagram? It's at strain underscore waterfowl. Strain waterfowl. That's where uh, he captures some of our hunts on there. So go follow it for some duck hunting pictures. All right, buddy. I appreciate it, man. Go get you some sleep. I know you got to get up in like five hours. I'm not too far behind you. Just drink beer and then go to work. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. All right, buddy. Be careful. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. That is the football conclusion of week one. We'll see how we ended up doing. I don't know. I go for a lot of close scores. It always seems to, uh, to bite me in the butt. But... Waterfowl season's here, football season's here, it's getting cooler outside, all is going right with the world, Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it, share it, like it, subscribe, leave us a review, put put some comments on that sucker and share it, if you want to get yourself some call blanks, go hit up Seth at Swampwood Products, if you want to get yourself a duck call, Feel free to hit up any of the guys we've had on here. They would love the business. If you want to get on my waiting list, feel free to hit me up at Unstable Calls and check out Fox Red Apparel for some sweet, non-bedazzled, jean-wearing guys apparel. Thanks a lot.